You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right. Yep, Jimmy, rubbing his head. We're we we like the Celtics. We're really gonna do this. We're a banged up crew. You could probably hear it in my voice. I, I Bobby hasn't even talked yet. He's not doing any better. Yeah, I we're, think. we're gonna try uh, to pick each other up. We're hurt. J- Jimmy, we're hurting, and yeah. we're hurt. Thanks, thanks to the new CDC guidelines. Jimmy's officially off the shelf. He's five days out. As of tomorrow. As of tomorrow. But uh, I, 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 I might milk it for another day or two. Yeah, and just to be uh, safe, just to be safe. I'm COVID negative, but I'm pretty banged up with a cold right now. Um, so here we are. Wait a second. Are you telling me the Celtics are pretty banged up out of nowhere? Unexpected. This guy jumps into. Oh, he's enraged. Yeah, you know what? He had to come on. He had to come on because Sherrod loves to say the Timber Puppies when talking about the Timberwolves. Timber Puffs, we're talking about the Timberwolves, but this was a new level of Timber Timber, timber Puffs. Puffs. This, this, old guy. this is like the Omegas of the of the Wolf Pack, of the Timberwolf yeah. Timber Pup Pack. No, all grouped together. No, yeah, this team still sucks, Jimmy. The Timber <laughs> Puffs still suck. Jimmy, sit and up, would you? The level of I mean. <laughs> they're even no. worse. The level of sucktitude that the Celtics sunk to. Yes, that's right. Sucktitude will be a word tonight, damn it. The level of sucktitude that the Celtics played with was pathetic. There's yeah. th- there's no way this Timber Pup team should have won this game. No. I agree. I mean, Timber Pups, Cadavaliers, we got them all. We got all the, the old ones. Yeah. I mean, half of these Timber Pups, like these guys are just happy to get playing time tonight. Like they but weren't even expecting what? to win, a, win the game. But they you know just... what, Jimmy? This is what happens. When you play a team full of 10-day contract guys who are thirsty versus guys (laughs) with guaranteed deals who, frankly, this game is not going to do a damn thing to their bank account. It's not going to do a damn thing to their playing time. It's not going to do a damn thing to anything other than make their record crappier than it it already is. Greg Monroe, literally probably just like laying out on the couch, just chilling. And you know what? He looked like one of the best guys on the court tonight. Greg was, Monroe's looking at what time I need to be at the arena? Yeah. All right. I'll show up. Yeah, I got an hour still. <laughs> this was bad. I mean, Damn. Knight, not Travis Knight, not, not Brandon, Brandon Knight. Knight. I thought it was Brandon Knight. J- Jalen, it, so how do you say his name? Jalen Noel or Nowell? I think it was Noel, but. I just know that was the guy that came off the bench that kicked their ass. Yeah, Dude, you, you, know I thought, uh, you can keep going. How about um, that guy passed his Jordan McLaughlin? High by 
Like Jordan McLaughlin made the most tonight. silly in transition. Yeah. Yeah. That was McLaughlin? the guy I thought was just racing past everybody. Jake Seven Lehman hours. throwing it down. We're officially in Tankapalooza mode here in term, uh, as, as far as the, uh, uh, the the fans and the viewers are concerned here. They should oh. be. This was, this was, tonight was like work. Tonight felt like work watching that game. It didn't, it didn't feel like. It didn't feel like. Yeah, make me watch this game. Yeah, this like, is I, the most. <laughs> please don't. God, not the most. Not, this cool, is... not, not cool, guys. You know, not cool yeah, at all, man. I mean, this is like this is that weird week before you know between Christmas and New Year's. Everyone's just kind of floating around, but like, come on. I got stuff to that. do. We're all we're all we're yeah. all we're all battling something, you know. We're all we're all fighting here. Now we're battling depression because this is a depressing <laughs> yeah. game. This yeah. game is a lot of people say it's the worst loss of the season, maybe in the last couple seasons. I like feel I feel I, I agree with them. I think it is. I think it is because I Oklahoma I look, said he was pretty bad. Yeah, this I think but, is yeah. worse only because this team as as depleted as you were, they were worse. They had even more. They were pieces. so worse. They were so worse. And yet, not only did they they beat you, but they beat you going away. Like fourth quarter, they made 11 of their first 12 shots. How the hell does that happen? To a Chris, team that's it, it, Chris Chris Finch had a pretty good quote pregame, too, about how you just met Greg Monroe a couple <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Dude. Greg, uh, Greg Monroe was... was he was giving uh, Rob Williams the business down low. Is, is he an emergency signing too? Yep. Yes, he was just signed like so today. I think today, I think. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, like he was just happy. He just happened to be in the area. He was just driving by, and they were like, "Yo, what's, can we play tonight?" What stiff did that to Rob earlier in the year? Oh, Jeff McGee. Yeah. M- McGee had like a 30-20 game against him. No, it's mostly Ennis though. <laughs> Throw that one on Ennis. This is bad from Rob. I mean, this was tar- terrible from Jalen. Romeo had an awful game offensively. I thought Pritchard had some bad moments. Just the way that your guys couldn't stand up in bigger roles was frustrating because I was actually pretty excited about the prospect of Sam Hauser playing a little bit in this one. Like some of these guys just getting extra opportunity in areas where they need to start showing something. And essentially nobody came up big here. Listen, Jimmy, Pritchard hit his shots. They needed more from him as a starting point guard. Brutal entry pass to Horford down the stretch. Uh, not the best passing game from him. They need a little bit more, I mean, especially I defensively, Pritchard, too, in that fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he did everything right out there, but I think I mean, he gave you 44 minutes tonight in a game where you needed as many minutes as possible from from him because you don't have Smart, you don't have Schroeder. And I thought he there's was no, – There's nobody uh, back yeah. there but him, right? Yeah, I mean, I thought he did the best with what he could. I mean, he, he was hitting some big shots. Yes, I know he had – a couple of turnovers and he's Pritchard. So you you know, you get what you get on the defensive end, but I mean, Bob, we were talking about it up before this. I mean, they got to find ways to, when they are fully healthy, they do have to find ways to get him in the game more because he, he does have value. He just doesn't have value at, you know, you don't want him to play 44 minutes a game, obviously, but um, you know, he can go in What's there in spurts and do his thing. But here's my thing though. I, you're, you're right. He, he was in a situation where he was going to log a lot of minutes and he's not going to play that much all the time. But again, I look at a guy like Nathan McKnight, Nathan Knight, who is not a guy that ideally is going to stick around. And yet you look at what he does, forget about like the points and rebounds for a second. He did the little things like, I don't know, Grant Williams with a wide open three. He comes out of nowhere and swats it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Little things to help your team win. I need to see that from Pritchard. He did not play bad, but he didn't play great either. 
And to me, when you get an opportunity where you look around you and there's no shooter, there's no smart, there's no Jay Rich, that's your opportunity to be great. And he just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my it point. No like, one was. It wasn't like he was going against a team that had another great player at his position. No, no and one was mm-hmm. great for the Celtics here. And that was a disappointment a for me. No one pl- for the Celtics played at a level that Horford? they should have with the opportunity they were given tonight. Nice try, Horford Bobby. came out and no, gave them a lift. No, fine. Not, not like, come on. He played fine, but we're, you're talking about like elevating superstar performance. You know, like Jalen had a good start. Yeah, yeah, he was he was good, but Jalen needed to have. 40 tonight and not play like you know he you know 2017 version of Jalen Brown dribbling off his knee and friggin' flinging passes out of bounds totally out of control game from him tonight and especially with Tatum stepping out you know he had to be he had to be everything and he was he was pretty bad the six turn I mean he had a decent number of points and things like that but six turnovers that's that that yeah, shows he that he was trying he was trying to carry more of the low but obviously just wasn't his night. They needed him to be great. And this was not great for Jalen or anyone on the team. All right. The Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be. There's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff out outside of the sports realm. Anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. They needed one play. They needed at least two or three guys to play either average or slightly above average to win this game, and it didn't happen. The bad game, right? And that's what I mean is like if we're gonna pick and choose here, Pritchard, because you're not, not expecting not, it yeah. from him, he's on the definite plus 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 column here. You know, right, he didn't right. play a perfect game. That's kind of my but, point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, did so it leave something about... to be desired? Sure, but like Jalen was bad. Rob was bad. You know, I mean, <laughs> on the whole. Keep Someone going. Keep asked, going. There's somebody you didn't name yet. Somebody didn't, you didn't name yet who started today and ended up as a minus 32. Oh, so Romeo. Romeo. I, and I, Romeo uh, was had a rough Still game. Still the black hole on offense. And you know what? I thought I thought he did some nice things defensively. He had a couple of those blocks. He had a couple of nice steals he's a zero early on. on offense. But yeah, he's not giving you anything on the off, on the offensive side. He just does that thing where he goes like most of the way to the basket and shoots a really low percentage kind of, you know, floater from five feet away. Um, It's not, it's just not really. And his shot, Bobby, I know tweeted it during the game. You know, he hit the side of the backboard from the the wing. That was tough. (laughs) That's not great. So, you know, before when he was knocking down that. Don't want to hit that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. You had nowhere else to go in this one either. It's. Yeah. It was frustrating to see Neesmith enter the protocols because you could easily make the switch there. I forgot it. I forgot he existed. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. I'll ask this. One person one time on this show, maybe last year, asked what's the point of this podcast. I'll ask <laughs> I'll ask what's what's the point of Juancho Herman Gomez? Um nothing like, anymore. Is there you a minute? Is there a, is there I understand they're short, but is there a minute he plays you wouldn't rather see go to someone else? I feel like no, I went to Hauser maybe, later, didn't it? I mean, would you not rather see Hauser? Is there a is there a, anyone? Literally is, anyone. 
I would rather see anyone. There's, ten, but watch there's guys on there. ten days right now that can de- <laughs> right. definitely, definitely play way, way better. Row, for example, I, like you I, could just flip they, those two. And- I'll take his minutes and give them to anyone. I'll give Anybody. two to Bobby. I'll give a couple to Sherrod and the rest to Hauser. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I feel like like uh, it should be a drinking game. Like every time he takes a shot, we you Herman. take Herman's a drinking oh, game. Oh man, Herman. That's that's not a fun drinking game. That's like a lot of angry drunks. We'll, we'll, you'll end up at the end of that game. He had an ugly reverse layup attempt that just kind of like bounced off the backboard and into the other direction. Set up another well, fast break for Minnesota. You know what, I'm, what I'm a little disappointed in because uh, we we talked about the players who, who obviously didn't get it done, but. I thought Ime had a bad game as well. Um, here's the thing about 10-day contract players. You got to play them in order to see what they can do. I mean, I, this to me, with the way this game was playing out, particularly in the fourth quarter, where you couldn't get anything you going never guard. <laughs> you got the 45th best scorer in NBA history on your bench. Who uh. I would have thrown him out there, especially against this particular team, which – I don't see any defensive lockdown stoppers on on the Timber Pups. This yeah, this, I guess this is going to do it any game. Three minutes just to see what he could do. Can I, can I? Can I? Can I? I I do have to say this because I've largely been quiet about the Joe Johnson thing. I'm really confused by the people that think that Joe Johnson's NBA existence lasts past this tenth the tenth day of this contract. I I don't see it. You know what I want, John? <laughs> I want to see him see enough of him to to. Double down on your point. Yeah. I want to see him out there enough to where I'm like, oh, God, this is a train wreck. Well, how many days we got? Three? Okay, good, good. <laughs> I don't see that. I, think, I haven't seen enough of him. I don't disagree I think, with you, Sherrod. I think Joe uh, Johnson could I'll, I'll take, I'll take one minutes. Especially if you got something better. If you I'll got get, something better, he would have been. But you don't. Tonight, tonight, sure. I, why not? But if, if right, he's not going to play tonight, if he's not going to play tonight, that should tell you he's not in their long-term plans. And to well, me, yeah, long-term tonight would have been beyond the next five days. And if, yeah. if, if he's not, then just send him home. Let him go back and, you know, work out his hot yeah. yoga business and get that pumping. I mean. Yeah. Don't tell me yet that Iso <laughs> Joe couldn't, couldn't do his thing tonight against some of these guys on the Timberwolves. I mean, this is the time where you would have played him. You know what I mean? Like, get in there. I'm not. I'm score not some points. Like, the, the, this is the saddest debate we've ever had on this show. Yeah, Think of, look at us, guys. Look at us right now. All, all of We're him. debating we can... Joe. This is where we are in the season already. This We're debating 20, if Joe Johnson, if Joe Johnson in the year 2021 right. Listen, could have an effect on this team. <laughs> this, <laughs> where did it all go this, wrong? This voice has about 200 words left in it tonight. I can't waste another 50 on Joe Johnson. I really can't. Oh my can't. god! Listen to me. I'm, I'm I'm Pete Brady right now. I'm I I am not I'm not going to make it here. We. I, I think John's got a lot uh, more left in that. I'll let I'll let you guys do the Joe Johnson. Yeah. No, I, so I, sad I dude, that we even at this point. Yeah, uh, I, just, I just wish they would play him enough so that we can just rule him out going forward. That's all. And if and if for some reason he's got like a like a minuscule amount of that Joe Johnson juice that we saw eight nine ten years ago, okay, great, make the most of that in, in the, like the next two or three days. But damn, if it, to me it just defeats the purpose of having guys when. You don't have guys out there getting it done. I mean, play with you want guys to play with a sense of urgency. Well, the sad thing is, you need to coach like that. You need to coach like the sad that. Thing, the sad thing is that the Timberwolves could have used Joe Johnson because they were actually way more, way further, worse than the Celtics are with the COVID stuff. The Celtics had enough players, enough important players, 
that Joe Johnson didn't really need to play tonight. It's the problem is those players couldn't get the job done against a team that they were yeah, far this, more talented than. You know what they, I mean? Like they, this they, isn't they a game where you should have needed Joe one, Johnson. They, they gave up 12 and 19 shooting in the fourth. I mean, yeah. that would not have been aided by Johnson at all. The defense down the stretch there was just an absolute disaster. And that's where a game becomes an embarrassment, giving up a split like that. I think you said 34 points in the fourth, Jimmy. I mean, that is something mm-hmm. that just, no matter what personnel you have out there, no matter who's missing, that's just an embarrassment to happen. And especially a crunch time quarter, I, I bet the net rating on this team in the fourth is still a disaster after these last two games. Uh, the late game execution on that end just shows a lack of, focus and commitment right now. Like that's what we're talking about with defense, especially with the personnel you have in here, Lankford, Brown, Rob down the stretch. There's enough there. They're blocking shots and they're giving up easy putbacks. They're letting guys run out and find shooters. They're leaving a guy wide open on the corner while Monroe's posting up Pritchard. This is just out of control here. And just a week ago, it was looking pretty good against Cleveland, you know, know. against Philadelphia, even in a loss. Golden why State, couldn't Rob? Why couldn't Rob be effective tonight, John? Why couldn't Rob be effective tonight? Fouls. Twenty-three points in the paint for the Celtics tonight. He was awful. He was Sorry, twenty-six sorts. to Minnesota. He's back 50. to following again. I don't have the number, but I'd, so, I'd say but they're up over the last. We month have here. to. We have to. We have to just consider. This is the plague of all Celtics fans is, and again, I use that golf analogy all the time. You hit one good shot from 150 out and stick it on the green pin high. And you're like, Ooh, if I could do that every time you can't, if you could, you'd be a good golfer, but you're not, you shoot a hundred. Every time you go out, the Celtics are that guy, like, and Celtics fans still base, still base all of their, uh, you know, analysis of the team on, on, how they look when they play their best. I have news for you. There's every franchise out there right now has a game or two games or a few games where for moments they look like the they got it too, right? and, and they figured it out <laughs> and the right lineup and the right combo. <clears throat> you'll find any team with four or five guys whose net rating is blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 that, but you have to, tell you, the you, you don't have to look that hard. Step away and look at the hole. We are now 80 plus 34 games into a sub 500 team. Like what is hard to understand here? Like it's so baffling to me. At on the this lineup point, point I, I, I saw that discussion on Twitter earlier today about how when Rob and Brown and Tatum and Smart are out there, they're plus whatever. And the lineup's one of the best. The Timberwolves 16 and seven have the best lineup in the NBA. I mean, every team, Maybe except the Knicks Let me has guess. a good lineup. Let me guess. It doesn't include Nathan Knight and uh, <laughs> no. a couple of these other names. No, it's <laughs> a couple tonight. of names you know. <laughs> but I I can't fathom that making you feel good. I don't know how Jalen now, Noel. Yeah, every team has a good lineup. I don't know how I feel about them either. I just heard of them. Every team has good stretches. You're so right, John. Like, that was the story of the day, just saying, like, if all oh, we can just piece this together – we can get all the guys back. We've Everyone seen that looks too. okay in stretches. It's the whole point. How are you right. consistently? How are you over a course of a season? How are you in over 48 minutes? Like, mm-hmm. you, I mean, we've watched that there. You could take any numbers you want to show how the team plays in certain groupings and then just put them side by side with their late, with their clutch numbers in the five minutes to go and two minutes to go. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's why they lose every freaking game, you know, or every close game or every close game against a competitive team, because that's just it. They are who they are at this point. And now with Tatum out, 
you got another round of excuses built in for the next couple of weeks that's going to continue mm, that's pushing, frustrating pushing yep. the narrative further down and people will say well if we get healthy we did this all year last year guys if they get healthy oh struck by covid blah 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 you know what the full unit I, prove it to me okay prove it that that this full that's unit, a that's a job you know, saving argument the people who are in positions that want to yes. save their jobs right now are going to say those things. Just like right. last year, Brad, over and over again, Danny. Danny was saying it when his job was gone like a couple weeks ago. Oh, they're still not healthy. <laughs> like, yeah, you can just keep kicking that out. And you know what? With the COVID situation in the country, who knows? Maybe that will become the running argument in sports here for the next couple of years. Oh, we had a COVID year. <laughs> Let but me keep what, my job. But yeah. you know what happens, though? When when you have key guys over and over and over again being out, what happens, and I wrote about this, is it shines a spotlight on your player development. Because yeah. the one thing that the guys that you develop are always bitching and moaning about behind the scenes is, man, if I could just get an opportunity to play more, I could do X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Tick, tick, tick. It's that time. What are you doing? What are you doing? I've been for, thinking about that, Sherrod. You What's see that? all these guys stepping up on other teams, and you're it, it, like, oh, could the Celtics find guys like that? And I then you start thinking. Not only, yes. they, not only are you seeing other guys step up on other teams, but you're seeing guys that used to be here stepping up yes. on other teams. But it gets back to the opportunity. Those opportunities are getting elsewhere. Like, for example, Garrison Matthews down in Houston, which you know fans have gone just crazy about that because they basically picked him or picked uh, Jabari Parker over him. He wouldn't have played if he would have been in Boston. And when you mm-hmm. look at, you know, mm-hmm. other guys, so Mac, Max, play. Bruce, I don't think Max would have played if he were still in Boston. Those guys so, didn't even play in preseason. That's a problem. It's either Because there is no preseason rec- anymore. It's either talent recognition. You're letting people walk out the door and right. you're you're bringing in your Wancho, you know, and you could have had, you know, whatever. He's a salary, but whatever. I understand. Wancho. I'm just saying is like you're worried about plugging in different players who are like professional and you're not taking shots on people or developing the people that you have here. And again, we're not expecting the people that they have to be stars, but you do wonder like, would Romeo or Neesmith be better elsewhere in a place that was developing them and putting them a lot of teams like Neesmith in that draft. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're going to be great, but I, you really have to start to wonder here whether they're capable or committed committed to developing players other cities other franchises take it more seriously because the draft is their only way to get better they know they're not gonna think how many cities have almost no chance of landing a real free agent you know 20 plus you know you know that's your only shot so you have to draft well and you have to develop well and if they come in the door you got to make them good you got to make it work you got to invest in it celtics really seem to take that for granted you know, yeah, they've done well with Rob, which is kind of the hardest position to do it in. But they, but the other that, guys, that literally happened to them. You know, like it was still they weren't doing it; they were just playing him, and he was proving clearly he needed more minutes. Like Rob was basically on the shelf for a couple of years, and there were still games the year last year. He he was he was good instantly. The year before that. Brad would spend entire games where it just oh it's not a Rob game, and he just wouldn't play him. You yeah. know. 
that's not development. That's basically plug and play based on your needs. Development is committing to getting a guy the type of minutes that he needs to make his game better. They didn't develop Rob. Rob just eventually started really making the most of his minutes and forced his way in. And mm -hmm. he was still only playing 15 minutes a game and, and his performance was screaming for 25. So no, it's a, it's a huge Rob's concern, not even a good yeah. example. Rob's not even a, a good example of them doing it. Right. Yeah. And when you look at guys like Tatum and Brown, they were top three picks. So there's not a whole lot of right. stock you can put into development of guys who are that high atop right. the draft board. So when you look at their player development, I mean, it's it's hard to look at guys that looked very raw and unpolished when they got here who are now serviceable. The guys that are playing, I mean, Grant Williams is probably the one of the better examples, a guy that went from missing 25 in a row With the shot, now being, yeah. you know, a, a pretty solid, you know, rotation guy off your bench. But other than that, I mean, there's just not a lot of guys that you can look at and say that they've gotten appreciably better since no, the say, And I think it sounds like Grant guys going out. Sounds like Grant put a lot of work in over the offseason too, because he yeah. came in ready to go. And I don't know if I don't, I'm not saying that guys like Romeo or Rob do or don't work hard in the offseason. I don't know one way or the other. I don't. I, I have. I didn't really see much of those guys. You know pop up you know as workout videos and things like that so i don't know what their off-season plans are like but it's a lot harder now too you're not practicing as much right you're not you're not getting in that work uh, the way you did right now with all these protocols and you know you're just not able to to i think develop guys the same way you were the like few years ago so a guy like romeo comes in his rookie year into the bubble you know hurt everything like that second year kind of a lost year for him as well and now He's obviously all of a sudden got this much bigger role due to necessity, and he's clearly not there, at least on the offensive end. He's basically playing on, you know, as his athleticism on the defensive end, and you know he's he's in the right place in the right time and stuff like that. But these guys just definitely aren't developed to the point where they are, you know, contributing at a regular rate in the way they yeah. need to. Yeah, I don't know if it's Celtics thing and NBA thing. In and out of here. Ooh. I have succeeded other places at this point. It would be interesting to see Romeo move on beyond this contract or a guy like that end up getting an opportunity elsewhere and seeing them flourish. You know, it's it's always tough to tell whether it's the player or the situation that they land into out of the draft. Uh, it's one of the most complicated things in this sport. A lot of really good guys have gone to situations that just had them fizzle <coughs> out. And mm -hmm. the Celtics could definitely be one of those locations that just hasn't provided opportunity, development, and more. Um. Yeah, you want to turn I, I to the think, Kings. I think the amount of guys that you've seen go elsewhere, PJ Dozier, Struess, as uh, Sherrod mentioned, uh, Matthews now does Taco start to Fall. ring alarms in that sense. We'll see. You could get Jimmy. there. You could get. Did you there. see Taco grabbing all those boards? <laughs> I think I saw it last what do you night. Have nine he had like four boards. He had like four boards in the same like. <laughs> String of shots for the Cavs. I think it was last night. Just kept ripping them down off on the offensive glass. That's what he does. Celtics get, Celtics nice try, to get the credit for him. Yeah. I'll slide him in. I'll slide uh, Taco Talk in whenever I can. Oh, man. So, I don't know. This is a dumping on the team. But, uh, you know, if you had one target for tonight, who's your target? I who's, know the, who's, who's the who, – yeah, who's the target of your ire tonight? It's got to be, listen, they get the credit when they win. They get the blame when they lose. It's got to come down to the stars in the team. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown was by far the most talented player on the court tonight. 
And when you have a lead in the fourth quarter, you're looking for Jalen Brown to go in and take over mode if he is that guy. You don't have Tatum out there, so, so you know, you're not deferring to Tatum. The guy that they're going to be look, looking to, to do your thing, to score, to you know, make stops, get the team going, be the leader. And it didn't happen. They, they ended up blowing a lead, fourth quarter lead once again. And he didn't step up and nobody else was able to make up for the, for the lack of his production and the fact that they didn't have Tatum. It's the same thing. You don't have Tatum. may okay, that's fair. He is my target. I I just, I just don't think he did a good enough job preparing him for a game that, frankly, I don't think he needed. It was a heavy lift to prepare for. Uh, Jalen is, as you pointed out, Jimmy. Jalen is your best player, but damn it, you got so many guys that were back in the fold who have been thirsting for an opportunity to get out there and not have to worry about their minutes. Had no, there was absolutely nothing that was going to limit Peyton Pritchard in terms of minutes played there. He didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about anything. Say, and you start looking at the guys that played, that was the MO. The reason that they were out there was to play the game, as Herm Edwards was saying. You play the game to, to win. win. Play to win and the game. You play to win and the game. Exactly. And they completely missed that 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 part of the, the statement. They just right. played. They didn't play to win. They just played. And Ime, I had I believe has a lot to do with that. I just didn't think he had to It's a good one. I like yeah, I like that answer too. You you gotta play you you gotta gotta get your guys fired up to play. You can apply Dennis Green to this game. You know, we are who they thought they were. You know, we thought they were. Yeah, we let him off the hook. Let him yeah, off the hook. Could. We'll soon be doing the Jim Mora with this team. Uh, <laughs> Playoffs? You know. Playoffs? Let me, uh, yeah, it'll be in like three weeks when they're the 11th seed. I don't like the premise that many criticize Eme on, but when it's fair, it's fair. This week's been rough for him. We talked on Christmas, uh, Sherrod, about him saying that the shots down the stretch there were good looks and uh, the approach on those and just yeah the i lost the my mind over good. that yeah. i couldn't believe that and then tonight yeah. entering the game saying all right we're not even worried about minnesota we just got to figure out what we're gonna do game plan wise that stuff you talked about there shrod how's that working out, out coming out post game saying oh we didn't think guys knew certain personnel on the other side they weren't prepared in terms of what to expect from those players like him saying that they're hunting mismatches, but they're also looking to move the ball more. I don't know how those go hand in hand. Like this week, just not a lot of answers from him well, in terms of fixing things that are that, going though. wrong. Here's my thing with that, Bobby. The, the idea of hunting mismatches, you do realize that you have one of the NBA's all-time greats at hunting mismatches on a 10-day. So you don't have a long investment in him. That's why that, that, that's why so many of the things that, that he says don't, don't really make sense because you have certain elements within your roster that address what you're talking about, but you're not using them. I don't yeah, get so emails on my list. Let me bring up Rob though. Okay. <laughs> Cleveland last week, the game he had, maybe his best ever, and then just coming out here and following on the game essentially in both halves. When you have no real depth behind him, I guess Horford's back for this one, but beyond that, not much. Uh, he comes in and makes some big plays down the stretch here to get it a little bit close, but he's missing for the rest of the second half because he's fouling so much again. All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is Insa. We're welcome, welcoming back Insa. Insa. Of- yep. Exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, 
Instant dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, the staff are authorities on the science. Uh, they go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety. Edibles. Uh, hanging out with friends, whatever you want. They'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're from they're from Western Mass. Salem. Yep. No. Oh yeah. Located huh? in Salem, but there's a location in Salem. They're it's from me. Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because <laughs> the Salem location is near his house. Springfield. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there. One near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton, or as Bobby said. Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this. So we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the garden report told you to stop by, mm -hmm. you get a t-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there too. That's not on us, but the t-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple t-shirts and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in Get that green one. Otherwise, go to INSA.com or call 877-500-INSA for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to INSA.com or call 877-500-INSA. More trick or treat from Rob. It's like a great performance that gets you hopeful. Frustration again. fouls then, too. He didn't yeah. make the play. He, he recovered late. You know, kind of. You know, whatever. The ball got over him. He dropped around. passes again. How many passes yeah. did he drop again here? I'm just glad this episode is powered by calm. There's no way it is. There's no freaking <laughs> way it is. Calm.com oh slash garden. Oh. Number one sleeping Calm meditation is app. Calm is testing us, man. Calm, I'll tell you what. If, if everyone fires what up you do, and it works tonight, <laughs> then that app is legit. We until all need late, it. Until yeah. late January, I think we're just going to keep watching this. There's not really much you can do right now. You're just yeah. dealing with all these losses. I don't think there's much you can implement as this is all going on. I mean, we don't want to lean on that excuse, but Why that do you, is a wait, what do you mean there's not much you can do? What, what are you talking not, about? What would you have done differently tonight? We're going to, what, what I would have done differently is uh, play harder, is, is, beat, a, beat a bunch of G leaguers. I no, I mean, I would have done this promo read. I would have muted you and done this promo read if True. I had something to do over. Yeah. yeah. Com.com. <laughs> Com.com slash garden. 40% off. If I could, if I could do it over, I would have muted you. <laughs> Instead of letting you tramp, trample my read. <laughs> Jimmy. Get this read over with. Calm.com slash garden. 40% off. Everybody needs a little calm right now in their life. The execution <laughs> is off. Everybody needs a little calm. I'm not even going to fire it up because you guys have heard it. You know exactly. No, this, this episode is brought to you by Sudafed and like you know, cough drops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, By my disappointment. God. Oh my God. Anyway, we said we're going to go short because none of us can really talk. I, I, I'm sticking it on Jalen um, because Rob is inconsistent. I wish he wasn't, but he is Jalen mm -hmm. Brown. Um, as Jimmy said, was the number one guy on the court, you know, easily yeah, the most talented player game. on the court. And I, I just, I don't know at what point he, you know, he's still every once in a while, just, 
goes through those little mini stretches where he pulls up and everything is splash, splash, splash. Right. But then overall, I mean, the wild <sighs> shots, how many times did he drive into the lane with no idea? He had two assists that were blind. He just, he had, he looked up last second and thank goodness somebody was there and he threw it to him. You know, one was the Romeo dunk. He had no, he's doing that thing where the head down into the paint with no objective. It's just his flow. His whole chi is off since his return and his handle is a mess. He's out of sync with everybody. It's he's firing passes out of bounds, but not only that, like he's passing and then the guy doesn't know if he's coming towards him to screen or he's going to go away. Everything about him looks off. Like nobody is playing well around him. It feels like Um, something's just, his whole flow is off at this moment and you could chalk that up to rust, but like, that's the stuff we used to see from him before where we're like, does this guy know how to play basketball? You know? And like, you know, he's had a couple moments where again, the shot looks lights out. doesn't look like the hammy's bothering How him. about the free throws? As but I he's so, he's number. so confused right now. Like, I, you know, like he's just really out of control out there. They've lost a couple of games on free throws now too. warriors. And this one I would include, you know, they missed, Five of their first six into the fourth and a game where they were down by seven into the crunch time there. Uh, the overall numbers I don't have in front of me, but eight to 13 from Brown in particular is just inexcusable. Uh, that is another thing that there's just no explanation for. Like, how are you yeah. missing key free throws in a game? Uh, yeah. None of these guys are really weak links on that, that spot, and Brown shouldn't be at this point. What can you say? Yeah, 21 for 28, 75%. Yeah, that's not good enough. Al Horford. And again, this isn't a, they got to trade Jalen sort of thing. It's just, you know, you, you expect the most out of your best players. And tonight was, no, he's the reason I looked at this game and said, there's no way they lose this. Yeah. There was no one on the Minnesota side that could match him talent wise. Right. So Al Horford was talking um, to the media and, we didn't respond like we needed to. Right now we are. We're searching. He also said it doesn't matter who was out there. We're having a hard time with that. I don't know why, but for whatever, whatever reason, things are not translating for this group. We can't do it playing like this. We just can't. And then sounds he like a said, player who's, Yeah, he sounds like a player who last, we need to make a trade. One last said. The coaches are doing their job. They're sending us their tendencies and scouting information. We just have to do a better job executing and knowing the personnel. In their defense, they probably didn't know much about the personnel out there they were going against tonight. Well, here's the probably thing about that. A lot of film on, the, on those guys. You, Again, you though, Ime said pregame. They're not even worried about Minnesota. Like, exactly. How does that come out of both sides of your mouth? It's your personnel that's the problem, not your opponent. It's your right. inability to execute, <laughs> not what your opponent is doing to you. That's the problem. And Al, he alluded to that. You know, it doesn't matter who's out there. We're kind of effing this thing up pretty much regardless of mm-hmm. whether we've got guys in health and safety protocol or not. He said you have to take pride individually and look yourself in the mirror to see how you can be better. It has to be consistent. At the end of the day, all of us are out there and we have to be held accountable. And you also have to play well. You have Sounds to good. You have to execute. It, the problem is, is this. I think too many of them are thinking about what they need to do and not about what we need to do as yep. a team. That's, and that's the story of the team, right? You have a bunch of guys. Enough. They're not good enough where individuals can carry the day. They're just mm-hmm. not there. They can only win 
if they work together. And if all you're thinking about is what I can do, what I can do, guess what? What you're going <laughs> to yes. do is worth it. The whole has to be greater than the sum of the parts. Individually, they don't have enough That's talent. That's the story the of the team, team the last two and, years. And that really is it. Is Can you stack it up? You're, you're, everyone looks at it and complains about individual players and who are they going to pass to. You make everybody better. You make the whole better. You make the team better. And then you're better. You know, like that's the way it works. If you're not dynamite, you play a team brand of basketball. You, you can't just be two players. You have no chance. You, you have no None. chance there. So, None. and you can't, you can't have low effort nights. You can't have bad start nights. You can't no. have a bad focus. Bad you finishes. can't have you turnover yeah, nights. You finishes. can't have nights where you go, you completely abandon your offense like they did last game in the final five minutes and go ISO style. You have to have the discipline to maintain your focus energy and that style of play for 48 minutes. And if you lose, you take your lumps. And if you don't, but realistically, you're going to win more often than not if you're able to maintain it. It's not yeah. that hard. You know, like they make it so much harder than it needs to be. It's not a, it's not as complicated as all that. You I, know, yeah, I, I, thought... I don't know. They're, I, I feel like they're the only team in the NBA that like can't figure out how the, the you know, team basketball works. You know, it's, like it's the turmoil when things so go against baff- them. It's so baffling. It's a, oh, you know, and this they and crumble. That. They yeah, crumble when things get hard. I thought Emei put it best when he said snowballing uh, after that last game. And I've talked crazy. about this too. When when things go wrong, they pile up and then it gets worse and worse and worse. And all of a sudden you end up with a fourth quarter like this one. Uh, they, they got down. Things got a little tough here. And even against a team that shouldn't be all that daunting, they just lose control. And everybody on this team does it. I feel like Horford's really the only like calming presence in this sense. Rob, a couple early fouls, his game falls apart. Jalen, the turnovers, smart. In the last game, you see some of the shooting things down the stretch just pile up on him. I, I don't think there's a really just mentally solid force that can just grab this team by the you know strings and just plow it through turmoil and adversity. Like Everything that just gets down on them, I feel like, always just seem to pile up. And we've seen it so many times. Well, but, but let me ask you guys this. Uh, because as you know, you guys said, and a lot of people in the chat are saying the same thing that Emei definitely deserves a little piece of the pie, getting them ready, whatever it is, preparing them for this type of game. <laughs> but like, if they did the same stuff last year under a different coach, and they're doing it again, that's under the why new I coach, don't look at him. Yeah, that's why I just, I that's why I struggle to put it on Emei because I think the coach is an easy scapegoat. Like. I thought we scapegoated Brad too often at times last year until it became clear that team had tuned him out. And at which point, whether or not he's a good coach was irrelevant. He had to be changed out, but you've tuned out another coach or if not tuned out, you just ultimately don't care. You're just going to do what you're going to do whenever you're going to do it with the new coach in here. I, at this point, I don't know how much of it I'm putting on email yet. You know, it doesn't mean there's not another human being on the planet that could reach these guys. But what are you going to do? Bring in a new coach every single year and see if that's you, the then guy. you're the Pacers. <laughs> you know, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I when I look at Ime, I, I'm I'm looking at it just from the vacuum of this one game where I just yeah. think I just don't think he's very good. Overall, though, I, he's been pretty much what I expected. I mean, I, I figured that they were going to be kind of flirting around the 500 mark most of the season because of the talent on their team and the talent on other teams and the fact that. To your point, John, unless they just make this make it up in their minds to make a radical change, or they just absolutely luck into a upper echelon glue guy that they just stumble upon, this team is going to be treading water around five hundred for the rest I, of the year. I, 
you're right, Sherrod, but this is where I always get confused. And we have this debate all the time. And I just don't, I don't get it. Like every single, when we talk about Marcus Smart's trade value to other teams, it's to go into some place to change their culture, to take a bunch of young and talented players and make them winners. You've already got that guy here. And then you've got Al Horford here. You you go and get guys like Smart and Horford to come into your place to alter the culture, to show you how to be a pro, to show you how to play with grit for 48 minutes a game. They've got them both. They had them both a couple of years ago, too, when they had the worst culture in basketball. So what are we talking <laughs> about here? How many more of those guys are you going to get? You've got a couple. And they really, had the really- talent in 2019. You've got a couple really good ones now. You need another Horford smart like guy to glue it all together. I'm I just don't get it. No, it's like they've been through everything. <laughs> and that's when you really get scared about the future right. of this core. They've had the talent, they've had different coaches, and they've had locker room guys. Whether it be right. I guess Tristan was maybe that kind of guy, but Horford and Smart better huh. examples. <laughs> so what else can you try? I don't know. You, they have to figure it out as players at this point, the core, and that's Brown, that's Tatum, and that's Smart, if Smart's even part of this going forward. And as we look at the changes they need <laughs> as a roster, it's very hard to imagine that's going to be the case. Yeah. It's an attitude thing. This is a game all about attitudes. If they came in the game with the right attitude, with the killer mentality, with the idea that, hey, we can, you know, we're, we're, we're better than these guys. These guys don't belong in the core with us. Then they win this game. But what if for whatever reason – there's no, there's either a lost message or there's no message going into this game. So there's a disconnect, like Sherrod mentioned. You know, he, he puts the blame Especially on you. after the way Christmas ended. Right. There's got to be some sort of disconnect between the, either the players and the coach or the players and the players. Um, By the way, Celtics, uh, Celtics second straight year leading the league in COVID misfortune or whatever that is. Like that's, it's a huge issue too. You know, like he's. It's kind of uncanny back-to-back years you end up in that position. Who well, knows I mean, why? I can't figure got, out why. <clears throat> they got banged last year by other teams for not – there were reports that other teams felt like they weren't taking it seriously when other people were. And the Wizards, they, right? The Wizards yeah. came in and were furious. And were furious, and they're like, these guys don't give a crap about this, and we're asked we're, – we're, we're blah, 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 and they, they were not happy at all. And then this year, I'm not going to get into it as well, but it doesn't seem like they're – you know – They've got they've got it together in that capacity either. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's a lot of problems here. When's our next game, guys? Wednesday. Wednesday. BJ Boston. All right, Jimmy will, be out of, Jimmy will be out of the protocols on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> Send uh, him to the garden. Hell no. <laughs> Into the fire. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to get back in protocols, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that. that that's ground zero for apparently for COVID. Yeah. Based on the way yeah. these players keep missing the game. Who do they got well, Wednesday? I don't even know. The Clippers. Oh, Clippers. Gotcha. The Clips. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, culture is a problem. Um, it's not not here at the Garden Report, though. Solid culture. This is a banged-up group here that jumped on to do this Laid on the so, line. So I appreciate it. These guys were out. These, these guys were here. Sherrod was not, but he, got, he, he gets a break from time to time. But – they showed up on Christmas Day, which was friggin' pretty cool, uh, and out here today. And literally, three Christmas out of the fun one. This was not three out of four of us are uh, are, are barely hanging on right now. So yeah, four of us would not be uh, allowed in many of the stores around the country right now. Uh, yeah, 
<laughs> so that, uh, so. that's where we're at but thank you to you guys again for toughing it out i know this was a tough one to get through um but we are the back hardest on part Wednesday. i'll tell you what this is yeah. the easiest part the hardest part was watching that game that was when i was <laughs> like God, wow, was. I really go to bed you know right how now. much you know how much i love watching the games me I too man i wanted to zone out quarter. yeah I wanted like, to zone I, out and watch a movie, and I was like, "Oh yeah. crap, I gotta watch this." And well, then I after the it, first, yeah. after the first half, I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought it might be <laughs> just be me and John tonight. So I was like, "All right, I really have to pay attention to this game." I guess. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you, don't have, you, don't, you don't have Bobby to bail you out who actually yeah, watches the game, Jimmy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just like, "What do you think, Bob?" And then I like disappear for 20 minutes. Meanwhile, uh, they're trying to figure out how to get Tatum home. They're like, "Oh, he can't get on the plane." Uh, we're trying to figure out private means. I don't, I don't oh. know what we're gonna do there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's in Milwaukee. That's funny. I'm sure they'll find a private jet for him somewhere. I think Wick can uh, figure that out. That's I don't funny. think it's Thank the right guys. coach. Thank you guys in the comments for the nice words. Um, yeah, that's funny. I didn't know that he was there, um, that he was stuck there. That's 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 shitty. That's too bad. It's not where you want to be. No, it's Especially not. if they're gonna try to get him into a game with the shorter quarantine here. It's like, how does he get back there? We'll see. We'll be driving Milwaukee to Boston. <laughs> oh. uh, we'll real. get back. We'll get back. Yeah. So is he? Um, so he, right. So so wait, real quick. He has COVID, or is that? Or is he just like in? We don't know what we don't know exactly, right? It could just be. I think everybody at this point is in protocols has COVID. I don't think there's like a yeah. contact thing anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. I mean, when Adam Silver talked about it, like about a week or so ago, he said like like ninety percent of the folks in health and safety protocol is the Omicron. That mm-hmm. is why they're there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right, well, well, anyway, hope everybody makes a full recovery and. Yeah, everybody in the it. chat asking about me. No, I do not have COVID. I tested Knock on negative. wood, bro. Hey, you tested yeah. negative today. Knock on wood. Yeah. Mm. Knock on wood. Yeah, tested negative I tested, today. I hate to tell you, I tested negative two days before I tested positive. I just hate to tell you that. I hate to tell you that. But you did three times. But I did, but I'm knock on wood. Jimmy's so. doing the LeBron Shoving them up there over and over again. <laughs> what? How's it again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. While while I while I have you guys, I'll ask again. Um, you know, as always, you know, I hate to be a beggar, but please like the content and also please subscribe to our YouTube channels if you haven't already. Um, please like the content. Couple like, wolf fans like, in here glowing. Press, like, 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 like. Give it a like, but subscribe. Put that thumbs up. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow all of us on Twitter. Um, that way you get notifications when we go live. We might, when we get our voices back, we're going to do another Twitter spaces. We were going to do one uh, this week. I just can't promise it right now because listen to us. Yeah, this is uh, the but week we, for it. Yeah, but we, we will try to do that. And uh, so definitely follow us on Twitter. Follow Celtic CLNS on Twitter as well. Um, and that's it. What do you guys think? We're good? Yeah, we're, I think we're good. good. We're as good as we're, we're going to be. Yeah, thank you guys. Not really, everyone. none of us are good, but we're we're good here. Shut we're up, gonna <laughs> we're gonna do our best. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys, for watching. Um, the games suck, but we like hanging out here with you guys afterwards. So, you know, even if you do stop watching the games, keep watching the post game show. All right. Mm-hmm.